I will just wear the dumbest shit. Like, <laughs> I will just, I will just put on clothes that, because I, like, I tried to force myself to wear more colour, which means mm. that now I just have a bunch of shit in my wardrobe that I saw in a shop and I was like, that's a cool colour, I'll buy it, not knowing what it actually was. Like, I thought it was a shirt and it turned out to be a pair of pants and so I have, like, a giant green <laughs> pair of pants or something and I have to make them work. Because I feel bad oh about God. spending my money on it if I don't wear it. Did you want to get a hat? I have a hat. I just don't know if, oh, like, no, 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 no. it goes with... I'm not like a lumberjack. Nice. You do look like a lumberjack. <laughs> a don't say that, Hank. <laughs> In the best way possible, you look like a lumberjack. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> what, what, what was it called? Cottagecore? Oh, hell yeah! yeah. It's cottagecore. Looking like, like, like a lumberjack is co- cottagecore? I don't know. I don't make the rules. I mean, Lumberjack. Meg seemed excited by it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it made you happy. It may okay. not have been correct, but it was the right thing to say emotionally. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Emotion, yeah. <laughs> and that's important. In the moment, yes. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Critical Strike Podcast, episode 26. Usual suspects back with you, Henrique Demore, Meg Kay, and Tyler Esguera. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh,. Absence last week, uh, yeah, like a lot of things went uh, Life, went, went sideways. Yeah, but Sometimes hey, happens. yeah, mm-hmm. but hey, Tyler's vaxxed. Double double Woo. dose, baby. You know how it is. Woo. I'm so ready, and so Canada, ready for a hot boy summer. Wait, uh, <laughs> they made you wait what like two in Canada? They make you wait like how long between doses? Because here Dude, it's like it was supposed to be like two three months. Like I got mine back in May, and I was supposed to get it in August. You got yours in May. The first yeah. dose? Yeah, oh, first dose. Lovely. I only yeah. just got my first one. Yeah, we got our and first got dose. got our first dose. Yeah, we got our first dose. But I'm yeah, they make you wait like up. two, three months. I'm like, why? Like, I see people over in the States getting it a month later. Like, what's going I got, on I got, it, the, I got like, it three weeks after the fact. What the? the? Yeah, the efficacy period is 21 days. You're meant to wait 21 days in between. But I know the UK did it. This is not, like, interesting podcast content at all, so we'll resume in a moment. But um, I know the UK did it because they wanted to get, like, as many people with one as they could, rather than mm. have a load of people with two and a load of people with nothing. But- true, true, true. I, actually, I, I see that, yeah. Because even after the first one, like, you're, like, it, it's almost, like, it's not bulletproof, but it's pretty dang good. It's pretty, it's yeah. better than having none. It's, it's yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, anywho. Let's yep. talk about some League of Legends. Um, yes. Great transition, Hank. Uh, yeah, we, we actually have, like, a lot. Uh, a lot happened a lot in the to last talk about, yeah. two weeks. Um, yeah, League of Legends exploded. Um, let's talk about, I guess, um, let, let's talk about Team Liquid first. Uh, the, boys sure. my, uh, the boys on my chair here. Um, the lads. Yeah. Them and Cloud9 both have their rosters back to normal, quote-unquote, um, which is wild because we were sitting here two weeks ago saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, Max Waldo said, like, oh, yes, Ven's not coming back. And and Tyler, you, you were you were decently confident that Alfari wasn't coming back, that it was Jenkins' time. And honestly, with, like, Dokla being signed, right? And mm-hmm. now, they, okay, it's like you've got two top laners for your two teams. I don't think TL has an, has an amateur team, but it, it was it, it was looking at all the signs were pointing to, right? You lined up the dude's replacement. Like, it's weird. Know, but but yeah. now they're back at the cost of Jat. And even that feels rough because you could tell how bittersweet it was. For a lot mm-hmm. of the players, like you and I were talking at one point, like tactical, right? That's the only coach he's ever known. Like after yeah. 2020 spring, when Liquid was a dumpster fire, Jack comes in, tactical comes in, and then they just stomp kids. 
Yeah, I think that Team Liquid, well, not everything is like right with their team, obviously, still, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have uh, Alfari in the top lane. And then Santorin is dealing with some unfortunate like health issues, which, you know, it's pretty sad because that's completely out of his control. And uh, I don't think he even knows what's wrong yet. But also, which is like, the good on part. Liquid for like giving him the time off yeah. to like actually, yeah, actually yeah. work and not doing the thing <clears> of like, oh, just treat the symptoms and play through it. You'll be fine. It's like, no, we're going to give you the time off to like work out what's mm-hmm. actually wrong. Because yeah. having like, an illness where you don't know what it is has to be like so miserable. So oh no, hundred percent. Respect them for like actually giving them the time to get better. Um, but yeah, no, like Team Liquid. I think that right now it's kind of just playing it day by day. Um, I talked to Tactical um, over the weekend, and he was like, "I'm not that fussed about the roster because I've played with these guys before, and so I'm kind of used to like how they play. It's just more so different rather than hard." Um, losing Jet was a big kind of deal for him because, like you said, it was his first real coach and his first real split as a starting ADC. But and like he even says, like I, I'm pretty sad about it because you know not seeing someone that you've seen for like every day for almost a year and suddenly they're just gone. You know, it's it's gonna be a big change. And so I think that I don't know. I don't know what the what the expectations should be for Team Liquid. Because Alfari is supposedly set to return, right? And, yeah. Is it and, and, and so of July? Is return or June? June. June, 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 June. Okay, June. so he's back scrimming with the team now then. Yeah, so should I guess be. he should be back for uh, back in action this coming weekend. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. know. I don't know. Like, Because the thing is, is we can't really... It's kind of weird. It's kind of like the that that one split where um, Team Liquid didn't have Broxa for a long time, and then Doublelift was also yeah. out sick, and so we didn't know their real like ceiling because they never really got to play with their full lineup. And like this season's kind of the same same thing. Like Team Liquid has been going through so much over the course of this past season that's like we don't really know their ceiling. I, I guess we do in a way that if they have all of their players and they're all like feeling good, they're a championship contender. But with everything that's going on, like, their future is pretty question marky to me. Um, but I think, like, I LCS falls at a bad time for me, so I don't watch all of their games. Like, I have a kind of middling to tangential knowledge of what is going on in the LCS at any given time. This season, like, what is going on? Everyone's just being switched out for everyone. Players who are, like, performing well, it's like, oh, we know these players are performing well, but we're going to give, like, our academy players a shot as well. It's mm-hmm. just... It's so strange. I don't think all I, of the moves have been bad. I think sometimes it is good to give young players an opportunity to perform on a bigger stage. Mm-hmm. But I just... I don't know what has... What has spurred it on for this split specifically, because it feels really weird to be uh. doing it in summer. I think it's because of the increased games. So it's like nine weeks now, which is a very yeah. long time. There's a lot mm-hmm. of extra games to play, which is why I think coaching staffs are kind of like, we can be a little bit more experimental with our rosters because there's a lot of time for us. And I think that's a good thing. I think and that top eight make playoffs. Exactly. There's so a lot like, of leeway. If you want to just get the boys back for BO5s, like, you know, get the starting lineup in, make yeah. a run. Like, yes, you get punished if you're 7A, you're in the loser's bracket already, you know, 3 but through still. 6, get the normal. But, like, yeah, still. And, like, yeah. I, I think it also depends on the team, right? Like, I think those moves, like, for FlyQuest, who have said, yeah, 
we're a development org. Like, you know, we're not trying mm-hmm. to win worlds. We know, like, we, we know what we are, um, you know, and Golden Guardians, right? They bought into that. They've been very transparent about that. Um, and so, you know, just giving guys, you know, a shot. And, and, and like, like with, with a couple of these changes, right? It's like, you know, uh, Kumo and company coming in for FlyQuest. Like, one, Kumo used to be in the LCS. So, but, yeah, um, yeah it was just like for one game, right? And I was like, okay, yeah. like, look, this isn't like, we're not going to live and die by this. So, like, yeah, give them, give them a shot. Mm-hmm. And like, I, um, yeah. EG bringing in contracts, like, mm-hmm. hasn't had, like, his, had his amazing start, hasn't quite managed to reach the same, like, level since, and then came in and had a really, really good game. And like, mm-hmm. they're, I liked what EG did because they were really, they, the messaging was very clear where it's like, no, Sven Skaren's not out the team. He's not being benched. This is nothing to do with his performance. This is just because we think Contract has been playing well and deserves a chance to play on the LCS stage. Like, I like yeah. that messaging. I like when teams make it clear to the fans. Yeah. Cutting out all of that speculation where it's like, oh, like all of the Control nonsense the that we oh. saw with Alfari and Sven where it was like, yeah. oh, they secretly hate everyone that they're playing with. They want to yeah. go back to EU right now. It's like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Just let the fans know why the players are there and you're fine. You save yourself yeah. so much heartache. It's just so much easier. Yeah, I think I think that that's one of the biggest lessons that a lot of orgs have learned, because now you can see that a lot of organizations that are making moves are very clear. This is not a punishment. This is like a reward for our academy players so that it's like almost because if you don't say this, then obviously people are going to speculate. You can't stop that. And that, like yeah. it's better to speculate kind of like, even if you do say that. <laughs> Yeah, like but it's better to have your voice out there to kind of like have more control over the topic rather than just Absolutely. letting it set fester, right? And that's exactly what happened with Team Liquid. No one knew what happened, right? Even with Cloud9, we don't really know why Sven was benched, right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. literally nothing said about that, which is kind of odd. Like no one's like, I feel like we should, like people should be <laughs> like wondering more about that situation to be honest. Because yeah. like even with Alfari, now we've gotten more information about why he 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 left the, the starting roster. He's dealing with some family and health issues, whatever. And then you know every other roster move we've known we've gotten information about it. Sven's benching is literally just you know, he's he's playing for our academy team. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like why? So we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're ever gonna really talk about it unless someone you know presses them. But yeah, no, I think that. This season's very odd and like just the whole mix of like sugar spice, everything nice of nine weeks of summer <laughs> plus eight playoff spots. That is a but lot like, of playoff spots. It's a lot, you know. There's you too, can too stumble. many playoff spots in in my humble opinion. But yeah, I think I critique mean, of the LCS's playoffs format is for another episode that is not yes, this one. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, you know, I think that that's the, some of the main reasons why these guys are so liberal with their 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 roster switches because they have enough leeway and breathing room to do so. Mm. Yeah, and TL, you know, it hasn't been the best of splits for them, but the records do carry over. Look, they're seven and five in the mm-hmm. summer. They had a really good week. They beat EG, they beat CLG, and they lost to arguably the best team in the league in TSM, or one of, if not. Uh, and they are in a yeah top two. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. and they are two games out of first, right? Yeah. So, you know, first place TSM and Hunter Thieves, as we, as we sit here and record this 21 and nine and cloud nine TL mm-hmm. 19 and 11. Um, mm-hmm. I like the big numbers. <laughs> big numbers make me it's happy. like them, some LPL numbers right there. Actually. Like, word. So odd looking at that going to like league Pedia, just looking at 19 and 11. It's like, mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, okay. Sick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I mean, and the LCS has been, you know, they've had their, it has been a fun uh, split. Uh, even Golden Guardians uh, have more wins in summer now than they did in the entirety of spring. So uh, King Solo Good hath returned. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Golf clap. Yep. Um, Dignitas continue to be a little disappointing uh, for me. Immortals, oh Immortals are a yo-yo. Um, yeah. FlyQuest, seven losses in a row. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, but Dignitas is actually an interesting topic too because of Dig- the well, Dardock, sure, right? yeah. No, then there's the the Dardock thing, and I, I know you know Tal, you had some you had some interviews uh, that I, I forget. I know you and our, our colleague and frequent podcast guest Michael Kelly were talking. Um, any insights from that? Uh, well, it was, I, know, I, know, I know it was more like about like toxicity in general. In general, yeah, Dardock yeah. has that reputation. That's no secret. Uh, for Dardock, it's just like what could have been said you know to to for them to make such a pointed kind of like did you watch the 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 announcement video that they made yeah, yeah. bakery like it, bakery telling me about me who is not related to dignitas or doesn't know any of these people telling me that dardock got benched and how he is like just like not there i felt like i was getting like yelled at by a teacher you know yeah yep. like, like, like the teacher that's I got exactly the teacher that's the same all vibe. right just like so uncomfortable it's like i'm sorry you feel like i have to apologize Word. for something it's one right? of those it's, things it's, where it's that teacher that like, like is, i trusted you i gave you so many chances i'm not I, mad like, i'm disappointed i was in yeah. your corner yeah. and you let mm-hmm. me down yep and it's the teacher who like never gets mad about anything so when they do right but yeah. yeah like you said like it was like what did he do? And that's yeah. just morbid curiosity for me. For sure. Like, yeah. Does it actually matter what he did? Maybe. Probably not. But me as, as a human being, not as a professional, um, hashtag esports, hashtag journalist, uh, you know, interests me. That is just me as a, as a human being. I mean, like, ow, I want to know what happened. It sounded sound yeah. spicy. Well, okay. Here's the, here's the is thing is like, the end? for, for his career? Yeah. Like, I feel like there have mm. been, so, I don't really want to speculate because it's like, it's difficult. Because in a situation like this, it's very easy to forget that, like, that's somebody who lost their job and their source of income and their livelihood. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot more than just, like, a player said something mean and is, like, no longer allowed to be on the org. And, like, we don't know if he said something mean. We have absolutely no idea what it was that was said or done or that happened yeah. or whatever. Right, right. But, like, he has this reputation and he's had this reputation for so long and there have been so many times where it's just almost clicked like this dignitas iteration it was like it was almost there Mm. it almost fell into place it was almost like the dardock how many times have we heard the phrase the dardock redemption yeah and it's just never quite gotten to that final point and like how many more second chances will he get because that's that's the problem it's like i feel like dardock at the like you remember that whole thing with TSM where it's like just no one wants to like with Lena? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's, yeah, just, it's not my fault no one wants to play with Dardock. Like it's it's just you can't deny he's a talented player. Yeah. He's still really really good, but the yeah. fact that his like his attitude has become such a polarizing part of himself just goes to like is it him? Is it the situations and the environment that he's in? Like, like I, I, I it, it's, it's like, it's like you have that friend who like has a new significant other every like far too often, right? And it's like, okay, yeah. After a certain problem, it's like, what's the denominator here, right? Like, look, maybe, mm. 
maybe you did have you know maybe you Mm. had you know toxic ex f boy this you know whatever like you know she broke your heart she was nuts whatever like yeah or maybe maybe you should go to therapy i don't know it's really tragic because i don't i do know that he was always considered one of our brightest stars. Yeah. Right? D- yeah, Dignitas, they, they were they were everybody's favorite team last split when it was like, oh my gosh, five bona fide North American players. And like right. Afro and Dardock, like mom Dark. and dad just like, you know, mm-hmm. holding the kids up on their shoulders and like mm-hmm. Neo was just amazing. And like, like I loved Dignitas. They were really good. They were the ish. Yeah. And Dardock was a part of that. People were rooting for Dardock unironically. That felt like, like you said, Meg, like ah, almost, almost, almost. This felt like it. I thought yeah. for sure this yeah. was it. He found a good situation. Him and Afro, you know, and the rest of the org. This is this is it. Like, and, and he was like playing well. He was a big part of that. He was just along mm-hmm. for the ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was doing really well. But I guess I don't know. And we don't even know. Like, speaking of which, we don't even know why Soligo was was benched either. That wasn't addressed at all. Um, but we know that that happened as well. The the mm-hmm. the him getting switched for Yusui. What was but it like, not a Yusui's playing well and thing, or was it I like that? But it's like, oh, do we really believe that? I don't, I don't, I don't think I saw anything. Okay. Maybe I was I, I on this. I don't think I saw a, a statement on why they benched him. I think uh. that might have been um, the Tim, the Oracle's Elixir guy. Mm. I think he tweeted about. It. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his surname because then I'll butcher it. Sorry, Tim. Mm. But like, <laughs> I think that like a member of Dignitas might have risked because he's like a very big Saligo proponent. I think. Early on in the split, someone on Dignitas might have responded to one of his tweets with like some kind of like "we just want to give Yusui a shot" type okay. of deal. Okay. I would okay, need okay. to go back and check that to be sure, but I think there has been okay. some conversation about it, okay, even good. if it's not been from like the Dignitas official account. Okay. Well, anyway, Dardock. <sighs> he's too good not to get a shot. I think that like he's going to end up on an academy team. Like, there's yeah. no way I, he does I don't, not. I don't think he's done. I don't think so. He's the he's the current the recurring guest star in in the in the League of Legends TV show. Like you can't not sign him because he's so he's good. He's too good not to leave. But then it's just like but every like, team's like I can change him. I can change him. Yeah, like, I'm gonna change him. Is it's like you if you are if you are consistently <laughs> oh, no. proving to people that like if the the reputation that Dardock has created for himself is true, and he is as toxic and as difficult to work with as like his numerous removals from different teams have speculated that he is. Mm. Do you really want to give him another shot? Because you're just proving to like, if if that is the case, you're just proving to him that regardless of how he acts. He can still get on a team, so why would he need to change his attitude? He can just have the same attitude and he'll still find a team. Oh, on the it's head. so difficult. Nail on the so head, difficult. right? That could be a thing. Yeah. It's happened right. over and over and over again. So, I don't know. But anyway, we can, we can go to another let's, thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go Let's go across the pond here. Because um, Europe exploded. There, there's some good stuff here. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we're just... Okay, uh, XL Fnatic G2 or Shulka. Pick your poison. Where do you want to start? Ooh, let's talk about XL a little. Let's talk about XL? All right, we're, we're a little yeah, hot Meg. right now. Let's keep it going. Let's go, Meg. Let's talk about XL. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you good? I XL. Just... Hey, okay. So for anyone who's uh, hasn't been really, who's not in the loop, yeah, let's, XL, see the uh, let's see the context. XL promoted 
Marcoon and Edvien to their starting roster finally over Dan and Denik. Um, it was a move that was highly talked about because of reports saying that they both declined to play for the LEC team. Um, and rumors, uh, yeah, ru- rumors, rumors. And then our our wonderful colleague Blue got to talk to uh, Kieran, their uh, co uh, co founder. No, he's the founder and CEO, I believe. He's a co somewhere there. He's co founder. Him and his brother founded the yeah. org together. Yeah. And um, he said that they didn't decline. They were just kind of iffy about the timeline and how they wanted more time to practice, which it's clear they wanted more time because now they're coming in. Um, But yeah, these guys, BTXL is really good. And these guys have been performing really, really well. They were in the finals against Carmen Corp, right? Yes. Yes, Yes, they were. They did get smoked. But But, hey, second place, baby. Yeah, they did, but they performed well. And like yeah. their their um their like home region is the NLC, which is the UK and the Nordics. And like there are good teams in the NLC, but it is by no means one of the strongest DRLs, like not even close. There's mm. it's for a very long time it was like the they were looking for a team that would be the Academy Killer, because it's Fnatic Rising and BTXL are the two main organizations in what was previously the UKLC is now the NLC when the UK and the Nordics combined. It was like, right. who can beat BTXL and Fnatic? Because this region is not particularly strong and we have these two very, very outstanding teams. But they still often didn't do too great at EU Masters. They did fine, but mm-hmm. like they never did great. And then obviously this year we had BTXL make it to finals, which was really, really cool. Had a strong performance, although they did ultimately get like blasted by K-Corp, who are absolutely insane. Like, that team was just so much better than everyone else at the tournament. <laughs> really? As good. we're seeing with Adam performing really well on Fnatic now. Mm-hmm. But, I'm rambling. Marcoon is, like... Marcoon is an LEC-level jungler. Marcoon is very, very good. He is, mm-hmm. like... He was one of the people that I know a lot of... Um, EU Masters kind of pundits were looking at as being, this person's going to break into the LEC. The next up. Like, we're not sure quite who it's going to be with, but we know he's going to get there. I haven't seen a lot of the same discussion like that about Advian. Advian is a very good player. Um, He is on BTXL. He is duo bot lane with Deadly, who is a really, really good player. Played with Kasing not that long ago. But, um, like, they're a really good pairing, but Advian hasn't had kind of Marcoon levels of hype around him. The buzz, but right. Yeah. They're both good. They're both really good players, and they do both deserve a spot in the LEC. But should it be this spot? And should it be now? And after all of the weird messaging that XL have had with, like, this just strange off-season decisions of, like, getting rid of Checkerlad, bringing mm. in Nuke Duck... I think mm-hmm. the Denik decision was good. I think Denik's a good support, and I'm kind of sad that we won't be seeing him this week. But I don't know. I just I think XL have made some very questionable decisions, and I hope for the sake of the players that this pays off. But yeah. like, oh, I don't know. At this point, what's their like? Because where are they in the standings right now? They're not really doing too hot, obviously. They're what three and four? Are no two are and five? They? Just kidding. Yeah, they're two and five right now. Mm-hmm. The the the, the tra- trajectory doesn't look that great. I think that right now is not a bad time because you can 
you still give them enough time to get scrim practice. You get time to give them more experience so that like maybe you can sneak in. I don't know. Depends on how they perform, obviously. But at least doing it a l- relatively earlier into the season rather than like three weeks before the end or something or like two weeks or whatever where like they don't get a genuine chance to like show off who they yeah. are. Because I think that's the biggest problem is that I feel like um, some teams just use academy players as like a band-aid solution. But that's not fair to them because they don't get the chance. Because you need to play in not only on stage, but also in scrims and practicing with like LEC level players and against that type of competition. And so I think doing it early like this is fine. Um, I tell you, it is going to be a it is going to be a shock to the system, though. Their first four games. Ready? This week, this coming weekend and next weekend. G2, Vitality, Mad Lions, Fanatic. Oh boy! <laughs> is XL's next four games? If I was, if I was oh, poor Advienne and Marquina, I'd be like, "Oh lol, sorry oh, guys, fuck. I'm sick. I'll be out for the next four weeks. <laughs> Put the other ones back in. Like I'll that, see, I'll see you around. Like, like they could go o four, and you'd be like, you know what? That's like that's okay. Like it doesn't Strength feel good. Okay, we're, we're two and maybe. nine now, but still, that is. Yeah. Oh no! What and that's the thing oh. is, it's like as a rookie, there has been like a. The LEC is kind of done not the opposite to what the LCS is doing now, but like the LCS is doing the, we think these players have performed really well in Academy, so we want to give them the chance to play on the main stage. A lot of LEC substitutions, historically and that we're seeing now with... um, Lilip is his name, the SK support? Yes. Yes. Uh, Coming in for SK. It's like you are going to come in to fix our problems, and if our problems are unfixable, then it's going to make you look bad. Is kind of what... It's like the um, the Misfits run, where Misfits just swapped out like their entire roster and they had the, the leader right. iteration of the roster come in for a little bit and they like didn't do super well, so they just kept kind of weirdly swapping back and forth and Misfits mm. didn't really end up doing anything. Like, the L- I think SK is a special LEC, case, though orgs use their academy players or use ERL players in a kind of weird way. Mm -hmm. It's not always bad, but I wish that we would have more of the kind of LCS messaging that we're starting to see where it's like, this is... Like, there is a clear... We're not just bringing this in as, like, a Band-Aid solution. Here is, like, clear things about this player that we think will improve how we're doing. We think they've been performing really well. We think they bring this to the team. It's not just because they're not the jungler that we have now. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to see more of that. Yeah. Transparency. I think that transparency is the biggest thing for, for these teams. I think that I like what I'm seeing from the LCS in terms of them working towards that, where it's, like... We're being very obvious about why we're doing such and such and such and such. If you don't believe us, that's fine. But this is what we're telling you. So you don't have to try and... Exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, people are always going to speculate. Like, yeah, for sure. You can, you can tell people stuff and you will always have like a portion of the community. Like, I think that's BS. I think it's because Alfari punched a coach and it's like, okay, you can think that if you want, but... <laughs> Ultimately, the org can't control that yeah, like no, part of no, the community. No. So just put your messaging out there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alfari didn't punch a coach, by the way. That was a that was an example I pulled off. The yeah, top of my disclaimer. Head. I think he would that not was be on not the team anymore. If Alfari punched, was that a rumor that was floating around? No, no, oh, I don't God, think no, so. No, 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 no. That is okay. not a rumor. That was literally. <laughs> okay. Although the it does stem from in my head, it stems from a um a, an off season rumor from the uh, fanatic roster. 
when Reckless and Broxa were both on the Oh, Rockstar, yeah! That was like Reckless and Broxa going And they had to explain fight. it. They're like, yeah. he didn't punch and me. And was like, no, he didn't. Like, that's fuck? just not correct. I like vaguely Which, by the this. way, is hilarious because I love Reckless very much. Broxa could turn him into powder. Yeah. Like, Broxa could turn <laughs> yeah. anyone into powder. That Broxa would was eat so him stupid. for breakfast. I love how they yeah. had to t- uh, tweet a picture of them hugging just to prove <laughs> that they're not fighting. It was just like, that's great. Oh my god. Oh my Try god. to explain okay. that to anyone outside of esports and have them think it's real because they mm-hmm. won't believe it. No, it's ridiculous. No, the, the, the esports soap opera, esports is like soap opera moments are so ridiculous. Um, anyway, uh, G2. They lost a Fnatic. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, I don't know. There's, there's two sides this. One, Fnatic <laughs> is good, but G2, um, they don't, them and kind of mad lines. Tyler, you're not, you're not talking about this. Like, and Meg, I actually want to get your take on this. Do you think oh. that as as far as excitement, just straight up like like mm-hmm. I don't, like talking points, storylines, whatever? Yeah, it's not to say they're bad. Are Mad Lions the most boring team in the LEC right now? Wow. Oh boy, that's a question. Um, because I feel like with every other team, for better or worse, there is something to talk about. Right? Hmm. XL and SK, the dumpster fire is still raging. Like, Vitality, will this, you know, leader or whatever. Like, there are role swaps. Fnatic, G2 is, you know, not that good. Rogue is still good. Like, I think Misfits, Mad, and Rogue can all kind of be grouped into the same, like, level of talking points. Okay. Because they're just kind of. I feel like Misfits have more because, like. No, Misfits Misfits are surprising people, but I also don't actually think people are talking. I think. Last split, when Misfits didn't do so well, it was more surprising than how well they are doing now. Because this is a very good Mm. roster. Like, this roster has a lot of really solid components, and I think people were surprised when they weren't able to perform that much in spring. But I would group... I would group Rogue, Misfits, and Mad together as the same kind of, okay, this is going as is to be expected. Yeah, like, they're okay. It's not... Because, like, the thing is, is, like, I feel like for a lot of those former top teams, G2 mad well like like more so just g2 it's just we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later but like i think that mad lions right now they're not like popping off to the point where like they're like oh my god mad lions is doing this 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 they're just doing oh my god they're, mad's gonna win worlds they're, they're just doing expectedly so i think that that's that's not bad no right but no no considering some of the things that the other ones are going through no news exactly is very exactly much news. so so i think it's fine Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd much rather like because I, I think so. Uh, what we have here so is <laughs> the crab emojis, <laughs> and then it's. I was wondering why these were here. And we have it's, a, uh, um, for context. We have a prep doc that we use to like collect our ideas together. And I'm just what I'm currently looking at with my eyes is just <laughs> crab emoji doing this. The G two magic is gone. Another crab emoji doing this. Okay, so for so this kind of topic came out of uh, Yankos's t- uh, stream uh, a few days ago, where he was talking about comparing 2019-2020 G2 to today's G2 and how they're not dominating as much as they did before. And one, he said, and I quote, that I don't think we're dog shit. I just think that teams have... <laughs> He says that teams in 2019 oh, and teams in 2020 that. were dog shit, right? And 2019, 2019, yeah, 2020, we're we're dog shit. And the thing is, it was so funny because he's like, "Oh, we we didn't even need to play League of Legends and we can beat them." 
So this year, teams have gotten better. That's his kind of thing. Is like we're not as dominant. It doesn't mean we're bad. It's just that we're not as dominant because teams have gotten better. And I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, he's not wrong. To be honest, I mean, part of that is always going to be PR because it's very easy to say like. Oh, it's not on us. It's because other people have gotten better. That's like a good positive statement that's like, competition's getting better. We're not getting worse. We're still playing just as well as we ever did. But I do also think there is a certain level of truth to it. Oh, like, no, there's 100% truth. If you look at 2019 and 2020. Some really strong contenders this year. Not the yeah, LCS, like Jesus Christ, the LEC. The LEC. Like, in 2019, 2020, would you say that the race for first was between two teams? Two, three teams? No, G G two was still Thanos. They were yeah. G two like, was 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 Thanos, and then what was the team that people would always say, okay, these guys will be the one to meet them there. Maybe Fnatic. It's Fnatic, right? right? And for so many years, it's been like that. And then I think Fnatic. this year we have so many names. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many names in the LEC that you can name out and say that's actually a really good team. Like Vitality has shown up, and they, they've shown that they've had they have a lot of ex like they're explosive. And and when they're rolling, they're rolling, and and you have Fnatic who's going through this rebuilding phase that is now proven that it works, it can work. And then you have Rogue, and then you have Mad Lions, and then, and then you have obviously G two. There's so many names that you can kind of pull out of a hat and say they can beat them, they can beat them. Yeah. Whereas in 2019, 2020, you couldn't really do that. Even though it's like, wow, you know, there's so much depth beneath the two teams at the top. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, yeah, oh, that might be true, but... G2 to win matches they're not even playing in. Because, like, let's be honest, the outcome's still going to be exactly the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's see. LEC 2019 spring, right, was... It was G2 and Origin. And that Origin <laughs> roster was Alfari, Cold, Nukeduck, Patrick, Mithy. Like, some good pieces there. Like, it's not bad. That's a solid second-place roster, but... Like yeah, they, they, G2 just like G2 was so clearly here. Like like G2 was so clearly here and everyone else was down here. It's like yep. one and then two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. But I think that everyone is kind of just caught up. I, I do agree. Cause like before, like so I named this G2 Magic is gone because in the beginning when 2019-2020, there was this almost like it was like a it was like a it was like a like a myth almost about them kind of this like mythological creature type of deal going with g2 about you don't know what they're gonna play you, you don't know who where they're gonna play with people like in, in different ro like roles and things like that like they're just scary Role swapping before it was cool exactly and and, and nowadays it's very i guess because of the meta too sorry my i don't know if you can hear my dog but she's joining in she wants to join Hi, <laughs> but yeah no like she like it's 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 very very um normalized i'm not saying that the roster is bad it's just that they're normal now whereas before like it was the unkillable demons that they once were they just like they have some bad games they like misplay some things that they shouldn't and like yeah yeah people, yeah. people caught up hu not humanoid hello caps <laughs> caps and wonder are very like human now they mm. were very much kind of touted at the time as being like oh my god they're these completely insane mechanically gifted daredevil solo laners who can like solo kill anyone in the world and then emote spam on their corpse and now it's just like 
Yeah, they're pretty good. They like they lose sometimes. <laughs> they're really they're, good. They're pretty good. I mean, that doesn't t- take away from the fact. Like, I, I think Cavs is still incredible. But it's yeah. just like yeah. the mystique from that roster, the mystique from the brand is kind of like the lifted off. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and and I think that now that it's so close, it's like almost like they're a normal team. It yeah. just no, feels they, weird. They kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they're losing okay. some games. They're making mistakes in game. You know, they're no longer the type where it's like, like, would you feel like, cause you know, I, I know in 2019, 2020, Everyone said, and there's only a few teams that get this, is like, you haven't won until the Nexus explodes because G2 can make a comeback at any time. That was the the, the, the thing about yeah. G2. If, if you even managed to get a, a, a lead against them, which didn't happen a lot in 2019 and 2020. But like, if you That's did, it's good. like, like G2 is ready. To, like, you make one slight mistake, it's over. You miss a CS and suddenly you've been solo killed three times before you can like finish blink. <laughs> yeah, and they're on dragon point. Like what is going yeah. on here? But now it's just like if they make a mistake, it's like, oh Maybe GG. Yeah. So you, like do you think this is not a hard question to answer, but like, do you think that the league and like the storylines of the league benefit from having the unkillable demon king? Cause I don't think there's really any team in the world right now that is just maybe You're right. the damn one. But no, like there's no, not no anymore. team really in the world that is just so clearly head and shoulders above every single team. Like no team in their region can beat them. It's like every game has the opportunity to be won by anyone. Do you think I mean, that's better? I mean look at RNG. Look what they're doing right now. They're like two and six? I think yeah. in the, the MSI hangover. Uh, not doing too great. Right? Like, I honestly prefer it when there's multiple possibilities for, like, champions. Because even when we were talking about Damwon heading into MSI, we're like, oh my god, it's the next, like, dynasty, whatever. And then they get yeah. just, you know, they, humbled. They got humbled. Yeah. They got now, humbled. Yeah, I, so, I think it makes for a more exciting league. Yes. But I will 100%. say, like, you might have, you know, if you have one dominant team, then the single storyline might be better than any other storyline because it's like, Ooh, like how long are they going to be? It might. How long are they going to be this good? Like what makes them so great? How long are they going to keep it up? Like in case of G2, mm-hmm. like the specific things they did. And like the fact that like the only reason that they were felled in the world finals was because they ran into the one team that was more batshit than they were. <laughs> true. Yep. Yes. Right? True. The Classic. only team in the world that out G2, G2. Um, and that was like, cool. but I, I think overall, yeah, like, like th- like that will get stale really really quick. Hundred percent. That's weird because I like I actually disagree with that. I much preferred the like the there's this one team that like you're especially going into international events. The like mm-hmm. holy crap, G two might just win it all. Sure. As opposed to what we have now, where it's like we have three teams that are really good but also one of them randomly lost a game to Excel in the split. So, like, I have no idea. You'd rather want, like, certainty rather than the uncertainty of having multiple... I mean, there's Maybe maybe that's a Western fan perspective, right? Because it's, like... There are two wolves inside you. There's two perspectives (laughs) on it. There's, like, the... There's the... The journalist narrative creating storylines, creating hype thing where it's, like, oh, I have so many teams that we can tell these cool stories about and there's, like... 
there's you have the mad lions where it's like their story is like the young upstarts coming in you have like the g2s where it's like the old dogs back again can they like can they do it again can they do the impossible can they like get what fpx took from them all those two years ago three years ago i can't remember three now right time is a flat circle but um (laughs) and then i have the fan perspective where i'm like oh my god this european team's so good like oh Mm. my god they might actually worlds and then they never do but having that hope and having a team that is so like provably incredible is like a really important thing for fans to have Mm -hmm. i don't think it's bad that we don't have it this year but i also just don't think we do have it i don't think we have that team that is like demonstrably just better than everyone else i don't think we have that this year in any better. region, really. There's, like, FPX in the LPL who are absolutely stomping right now and look incredible. But even then, like, it's the LPL. Literally anything could happen mm. on any given there are day. There like, six teams that could, like, win Worlds, I think, or something yeah. on a good day. Oh, yeah. But but I do think that, like, for the for chances, like, the, the chance to... I don't know why. It's, like, because the competition is so fierce in your own region, I feel like that's great practice, and it's making sure that you're on your toes throughout the entire season. And, like, leading into Worlds, you've gotten this, like, you have to play through adversity. Because I think that's really important, too, is having to play through adversity. Because it, as soon as you hit a brick wall, like G2 did with FPX, it's like, what do we do? And I'm sure that that wasn't completely the case. But I do think that having that kind of, like, having to get through the tough moments and having to adapt and, like, change things and do all these stuff. Bless you. Um is 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 really important as well which is why i think that europe's going to be doing like i think europe's going to do well because i think that they have a lot of competition within themselves um but yeah yeah the magic's gone speaking of gone shalka no Uh, what a transition (laughs) yeah they are gone team bds who i keep like having to not. I'm gonna call them BDSM at least. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Like, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a slip of the tongue, and it's gonna be Team BDSM. Like I'm just gonna get it out there now. In the so headline of one of your articles: oh, <laughs> Team God. BDSM wins against G2. I want to say it now so that me doing it in like an article that gets it won't happen. We have very good editors, but like I don't <laughs> oh, want the first God. time it happens to be in like the title of a YouTube video because I, I just Imagine. quit my job and like move to the woods. Team BDSM yeah. wraps up game against G two oh, or something. Team BDSM oh, with a really with a really tight performance, really solid <laughs> performance. Was uh, tight rope. Yeah, they, re- they, they really, really... They tossed around their opponents. Yeah, Team yeah. BDSM put the handcuffs on G two. Oh yeah, my god. god. Okay, now we're reaching. They put them in a straight jacket. <laughs> I think we need to cut this part of the podcast. I'm we are not. not. We're definitely keeping this, this in. But yeah, no. Oh, uh, uh, my, my, my Freudian slip was going to be Team BTS, like the K-pop ah, super group. Right, right, um, right, right, right. Now right. you're speaking my language. But <laughs> oh my god, I, I like yours better. That's funnier. That's better. BDSM. Content. Team yeah. BDSM whip enemy team into shape. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually perfect, though. No, right. Oh my we god! We might need to cut that from the episode because I want to defi- use that, and I don't want anyone to steal we're it. We're definitely not cutting. <laughs> that's any why you want to cut it, <laughs> not yeah. because you're afraid of how it'll look. You're like, no, that's funny. Oh my god! <laughs> don't let that go on the internet. But yeah, no. On the flip what side, Shalka, Shalka. I'm really sad. You know, we've had some really good moments with these guys. I think that their situations really just 
unfortunate because again it's out of their control mm-hmm. um I just hope my one hope is that all everyone like a part of that organization, players, coaches, staff, they all find their way. They all mm-hmm. f- like land on their feet because that's really just a really bad situation to be a part of. It's kind of just sad, but ultimately, yeah. regardless of what you think of the organization and like the team itself, a bunch of people just lost their job. So it'd be yeah, nice. exactly, exactly. You know, people seem to forget that there are people behind the brand sometimes. But- Holy crap! Esports is worth a lot of money now, huh? Yeah, yeah like when I this is like numbers. This is big numbers. Yeah, no, like it's funny when I um, whenever I tell people like, oh, it's like, like, oh, what do you do? What do you do? Like, oh, I, I work in esports, right? Right? And they're like, oh, I'm like competitive video games. And they're like, oh, interesting. Like, you know, what's that like? And I'm like, oh, you know, as I explain to it, as I explain them it to them, uh, that as I see their eyes glaze over. The figure I throw out is like, yeah, and like the LCS, like you know, in the, in the North, in North America, like the franchising fee is ten million a pop. Then they, you know, their eyes open. They up. They hear the they're money and they're like, yeah, like oh my gosh, wait, this is explain. so much money in this, and this twenty six and a half million so euros. That's worth more than dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yes. you for the yes, it is. The Thank money. you very That's much. A lot the more you money. know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's wild. I don't know. Uh, my my fun obviously I think most people's fondest moments will be that G two miracle run. I think that that was mm-hmm. a great time. Even though they didn't really get to go to worlds, it was still kind of like the oh maybe yeah no they they, they, maybe. they, were, they were a fun team. They were a fun team with fun Shulka, like Gilius. I mean, Chalka, Chalka, yeah, yeah, sorry, I sorry. I was so confused for a second. You should have like, said it right away. Did you just do the fastest I, 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 switch of all time? <laughs> but yeah, no, Chalka, Chalka Miracle Run, I meant. Um, yeah, no, I think that even though they didn't really get to, you know, hit the peaks that they probably wanted, uh, we still have a lot of great memories. Um, they were you think any- like a G2 or a Fnatic or even like a Mad Lions now in terms of their like branding. And I think Rogue's getting to be the same way as well. Like they never had that kind of level of like nutty fan support, but they were like they were a, a team that people liked. Like people yeah. liked the storylines that they had. Yeah. People the, generally liked their players. Yeah, the yeah, neutrals yeah. really like them. Mm-hmm. Very neutral yeah. friendly team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's I mean, yeah. Be- so, good. yeah, Team BDS coming from the the LFL. Uh, you know the the. Org that like K Corp, freaking uh, Misfits premiere, I think is there as well. Uh, mm. Leon, right? LDLC, um, LDLC, O L D L C L Y L D. Oh my God, um, you good man? That's just <laughs> it's I, it, a combination of LDLC, O L. There we yes. go. LDLC, O L. All right. Yes. Um, yeah. So they're gonna come up, and I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like Meg said, like I hope there's some sort of integration with them because, like, you know, it's not like oh, everyone from Shalka just moves over. It's like no BDS, like they are their own org and their own like self-sustaining business mm-hmm. entity so to say like oh well you have to take on shalka's you know crap not it's exactly weird because the only the only integrations we've had into the lec since franchising have been takeovers so we've had splice becoming mad and we've mm-hmm. had origin becoming astralis and mm-hmm. i think that's unless i'm missing anything i think that's it yeah, I think that's, Giants, that was the what only... The, was Giants pre-franchising? Uh, Giants is pre-franchising. Pre-franchising, yeah. for sure, yeah. But, um, like, those are the only takeovers we've had, really. And mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see, like, a completely new... It's not like a It's not like a merger. It's not like a name change of the yeah, Shalka yeah. Org. It's like a complete... It's new this blood. New. 
It's new management, new organization, new faces. I think it'll be really interesting. I'm excited mm. to see how they do. I have a question for you guys. Mm. From Schalke's roster, who do you think they would keep? Broken Blade. Okay. That's pretty good. I, I, I think he's really, really solid. Um, who else, yeah. though? Let me see. I mean, I think if you want to build a roster, like just keeping Broken Blade and then like putting a load of players in around him might not be the worst right now, idea. Yeah, I, I, think, Kray, I think you have to keep... Kieran. Yeah, if you're... I think if BDS want to do smart things, keep Dylan Falco on in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Is he? Mm-hmm. I think he's really intelligent. His players speak very, very highly of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like you know, like I, this is gonna sound really beyond, but like a like like a JV Mac. Like he seems to have that kind of vibe around him. Like very mm-hmm. well spoken. Clearly has a very good relationship with his players. Very knowledgeable. Um, you know, yeah. Pushes his guys and makes them kind of play as more than the sum of their parts. This is the vibe I get. Um, um, yeah, I think that, and yeah, I think maybe some of that mid-jungle, if you want to keep the, like, oh, you know, we came from the ERLs, and, like, we want to keep promoting young talent, like, keep either Nuclear Inter or, or Kyrie. Um but I think Broken Blade is just, like, way too solid of a piece, like, even if Broken yeah. Blade, does, like, he will land on a team. He's too yeah. good. He yeah, will. Sure. I think considerations to Limit, too. I think that yeah. he's a pretty good sport. Oh, yeah, Limit's um, sick, actually. Like, he's, <laughs> he's a really good sport, and I think that he's proven himself over the past year. I think that he could be a piece that they could work with, but... Um, yeah. Ideally, I think if you're like if you're gonna keep components, I think building a roster with a pre-existing jungler and support that have synergy is probably one of the most important things. I don't know if Kire is quite worth it mm. to be kept. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He hasn't looked too great though since coming into the LEC. He's just kind of been fine. And, he, and so he's a guy think, that's been kind of in and out, right? Like, this isn't his first LEC stint, is it? Uh? Let me see here. Uh, okay, he played for Miss. Okay, he played for Misfits a while yes. ago. He was in the big Misfits shuffle-up, wasn't the he? The shuffle. But I think that's, the, that's one he of played, his yeah, He played for Dignitas in NA for a hot sec. Yeah, 2015. Spring 2016. Wow, he was a substitute jungler on G2 back when they were gamers too. Nice. Dang. That's some vintage right there. <laughs> Oh. Vintage, vintage player. He's twenty four. Yeah, he's he's getting up there. Yep. Um, okay. I interrupted somebody. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I the, probably no, ultimately, ke- normally I would say that keeping jungler and support from a pre existing team is probably the best idea. Hmm. But I think if they were to keep broken blade and limit, that also wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think it raises your floor. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Even maybe nuclear because he's so young. Yeah, yeah. He's eighteen. So, yeah. But yeah. we also don't know if BDS plan to like. There's no obligation for them to like use any of Schalke's players. No. They could just like, bring up their LFL no, roster. Yeah, there's no kind of. Yeah. There's no like previous. There's no contracts that are being carried over from what I'm aware. They're so all it's ending not like this year. Have I think. To, yeah, it's not like they, and it's also just a completely different organization. So it's not like they'd have to honor the contracts that had been made by Schalke if those contracts were extending past the end of this year. Right, right, right. So they yeah, kind of Schalke. have, like, completely free reign. Ugh. Yeah, I feel bad for those guys, but, yeah. No, I, I think that's, uh... Yes, okay. I'm just going to say the same thing 50 times. Anyway, before I wrap up, uh, we're going to move into a, uh, a, a sort of sort of mailbag uh, segment. Um, we've gotten a couple of, uh, a couple of questions. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're calling it, I don't know, for now, special delivery, because Corky... I'm up to oh. smuff. <laughs> Yeah, I got me an ace machine. I'm up the snuff, and I got me an ace machine. That's my. That's my. That is my 
I tried my best for that impression. Okay. That was my Corky going through puberty at the age of like <laughs> however old, however old he must be. Corky's a Yorl, right? Yes, he is a Yorl. Yorl? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a very old Yorl. He's got a big mustache. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, or yeah, in the DMs mailroom. We'll call it special delivery uh, for now. Yeah, but for now. Uh, uh, you know, Tyler, Tyler, why don't you... workshop the, the title on Twitter at CritStrikePod. Yes. You know, if you mm. have any good ideas. Let us know. Um, our first, I- so uh, our first question is uh for everyone it's of all the teams in both the lec and the lcs which pulled the best oh no yeah which pulled the best midsummer roster moves evil geniuses mm. just because clear messaging brought the player on he mm. did really well he had that really cute post-game interview where everyone was like oh contracts i remember when he was like a really popular player in the <laughs> lcs and it's like has clear parameters. Everybody understands what's going on. It's because Contract has been playing well. You open yourself up to perhaps him being able to come back onto the roster in the future if he continues to perform at a high mm-hmm. level. Raises individual good. stock. It's Maybe another team will take a shot on him. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not mad at that. I think that so, that's so, good. so we're saying like in the middle of the split, not spring to summer. No, no, no. no. It's mid-summer. Okay. So, so like of all the teams that have been making. I... Uh, I was about to make a Midsummer Murders reference, but I don't think they have that in the US. I don't think so. Mm-mm. It's a really so. bad, like, um, early 2000s detective show. Mm. It's any EU. Yeah, you guys for sure don't have Midsummer Murders. There's a no, lot of, like, quite. cultural references in that that would not track from the UK to the US. It's any uh, UK uh, listeners and viewers, if you uh, know that, please hop in the comments and help validate Educate Meg yeah. and her... Thank you. Please save me from the Americans. Someone tell me that they know what I'm talking about when I say that some murders. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to make Meg a little bit perturbed here. I'm, I'm going to say, well, okay, we haven't seen anything so far, but I, it, it's like you hit rock bottom, I guess. You're at like you're at like the bedrock, and I think that moving, making this move is steps in the right direction. It's going to be XL moving. Marcoon hmm. and Edvin into the starting lineup. Finally, right? I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Obviously, they wanted to get more time to practice, but I think that just making this move alone just shows because they are two and six. You know, not a lot of high expectations. I think that this is a good time as any if you're not going to do it at the beginning of the split to do it at least a little bit earlier to give them a chance to kind of get the ball rolling, get a chance to get used to the level of play in the LEC, get to get a chance to play in scrims, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that it's not going to be that bad. I, I obviously, are, I'm going to temper my expectations in the beginning because they're new and this roster is going to need to get to used to each other. But and their I think first that, four games are brutal. And then, by the way, the one exactly. after that is Misfits. So. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I mean, I, I like Evil Geniuses too. I think that mm-hmm. like just the message that they're sending towards the other, like the, to the fans of like, hey, we're giving a shot to our boy. He's doing really, really well for us in academy and 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 uh, improving grounds, which he did. Like contract was killing He's it, smurfing. He is killing it. He's um, really good at League of Legends. But yeah, no, just to be different, I'm gonna say Excel. Yeah, I, I, I like that reasoning though, right? It's like okay, you can hammer them for everything before this, right? And you know, again, we 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 only know so much, but you're here now. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a creative... I don't know. Uh, I, I like both. I think gun in my head, I would say Evil Geniuses, but also do want to shout out FlyQuest again because um, I find myself just really liking that org because, again, like, they... But but, but it, it's because of that same kind of reasoning that we've, you know, championed right here is that it, it's communication. It's self-awareness. It's knowing, you know, who you are. So, you know, we, we, we are a development org. These guys have played well. 
look, mm-hmm. you know, we, we like, you know, uh, having, you know, having aspirations like worlds, probably not healthy, um, there, but we, you know, we know exactly who we are. We're going to give Kumo a shot again. We're going to give Tomo a shot. We're going to get Dream, you know, uh, Diamond back, right? He was literally on the roster, uh, last split. Last split, um, yeah. Yeah. So give him a shot. It's one game, right? It's a, it's, it's the carrot at the end of the stick, right? right? And, and then life goes on and that's fine. That's great. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then we have one more. And yes. We'll, one we'll more wrap here. If we're coming up on time. It's, um, for everyone again. We've been working in esports for a bit now. What's one piece of advice that you'd give yourself at the start of your esports career? Oh boy, uh, toughy. So, like, knowing what I know now, what would I tell Hank? Like, mm-hmm. right at the start. Mm-hmm. I know what I'd say already. Yeah, you, okay, you, well, you're gonna have to you, go, yeah, first, you go first, man. No so for me, it would be don't be scared to reach out. Don't be scared to talk to people. I think that like. <clears throat> Obviously, it depends on where you work and the type of work you do. But because I already knew that I was going into this kind of more so storytelling type of thing, news, whatever, building content with other people. Um, well, I didn't know it. I just knew that I wanted to work in esports. But I was very scared to talk to people because, I don't know, it just felt really intimidating. Everyone else, you know. And I think that being able to build a rapport, like, for example... I've known Hank for actually a pretty significant amount of time now. Back when you were in LA, and I would talk to you in, in the DMs, and, like, and we had hey. the most formal, oh my like, god, well punctuated so Slack DMs. I've never dude. heard about this. Yeah, so oh Hank and I have known each other for how long now? Like a uh, year and change at this point, because it was spring yeah. school 2020s, right before the pandemic. Right, and and I remember because Hank used to go to the studio to interview players for us, and I would tell him like, oh, you know, like, could you interview this player, and then I'll give him some questions. But it was the most formal, proper punctuation, proper it, like yeah, it actually makes me uncomfortable. Ev- <laughs> like everything was just so. Pr- it was like I was talking to a boss. We were talking oh, to each other oh like we gosh. didn't know each other, mm-hmm. and I looked back at our message, and I'm like, who the what? Like who is this? Like who am I? Who am I talking to? And yeah, yeah. no, like I like, like I was like. You used to talk about like intimidation, like it, it really is in your head. Like I was intimidated by you. That's why I was kind of like for right, which is which is an insane thing. And I don't mean that to be like BM. It's like no one should ever be scared of you. Like you're you're just you're just Tyler. Like but like <laughs> right, you know, right, right, right. Like because like no, because like you were like it's like, it like oh like who's like you know the league writer here? It's like well we have you know oops, drop one on Rubik's mm-hmm. cubes. Um, we it's like oh we have like so many league writers and like you know but who's like you know the dude? Like you were kind of the dude, and so at the time, yeah, like it like. And League is, like, the most popular esport. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, like, I have this niche that I can fill. Like, oh, yeah, I'm in L.A. I can do, like, physical interviews. And the pandemic hit and everyone's doing remote things. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. that just changed everything fundamentally. Um, yeah, but then I was like, oh, crap. Like, my one piece of value to the company is now gone. Like, <laughs> I'm useless now. Which, like, it just shows how you can, you know, just get in your own head. Um, and then Hank started listening to his voice and he realized, no, no, this is what I can do. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I can talk. <laughs> I can I'm a smooth. I got a it's like real smooth voice. I can't even do it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> but it's just beautiful. But yeah, no, like Hank and I, I wouldn't have been able to like talk to him freely like this, you know. And I like I consider you guys friends now. But like before, it was like I wouldn't have known that if I was scared to talk. Right. Recording the first episodes of this podcast, like if you go by, if you like are someone who's been here since the beginning and you've like seen Hi, how. Mom. Uh, like demeanor so my parents don't yeah. listen to this podcast I'd rather die than have my oh parents my listen God. to this sorry mom and dad but if you go back to the first episodes like um, no joke I hadn't I joined the company about what would have been like three months 
before we started like in, maybe like two, three months fall before we started ish. in the fall my before first, worlds yeah my first post on the dot site was in august of 2020 mm-hmm. and i hadn't spoken to i'd spoken to tyler once for a power rankings piece that we were doing for worlds i'd spoken to him once in a discord call yeah. and then i'd never spoken to henrique at all and like suddenly and, and the fact and the fact I that you called like, me henrique right there Yes. I think the end of itself probably says things like yeah yeah because yeah. I was like and I just joined a call and I was like I don't know either of these people and Word. I have like we have to do content and it was so uncomfortable at first but like it's it's really important to make friends with your coworkers in this industry more than anything else it's mm. an industry that's so focused around like personable likable honest content because of the like nature of it as quite a young industry with mm-hmm. a lot of very young people that are working in it as like trusted community figures having a rapport with people is really important yeah and obviously sure. stay within the realms of professionalism don't be like sending weird shit to people that you don't know because that is a surefire way to get blocked straight away but like have the confidence to be friendly with people because it will yeah. help you in the long run yeah I, I just think it's just i'm thinking about it now just like God. when we first when because because I was like, man, we used to have a podcast. Oh, we should make a league podcast, and I'm like, who who should be on it? And yo, Hank, I remember at the beginning we're like, yo, Hank, can you be on for an episode? An episode? It's like whatever, you know, we're just starting, right? Hank, hop on. And it was the first episode. It's like, okay, you want to be on with the second one? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Until now, it's been like twenty six episodes. It's just, we've just yeah. built ourselves. It's like it's it's great, and you can like like Meg said, you can hear it in the way yeah. that we talk to each other. Is yeah, it's been a while. It's twenty six episodes. That's crazy. That like, is, I didn't. That is half a year, assuming we were doing you know one episode a week, which we skipped a week every now and then. But like yeah, you know, seven months at this point. Yeah, like, I'm proud wow. of us. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is turned from what would you um tell yourself at your esports career to like hell yeah we're great yeah <laughs> this is turned into very much like a, a self-praising segment as it were hey look yeah. there there isn't enough uh of that obviously it's a healthy amount but uh yeah i don't know uh one piece of yeah i think i think it would i think mine would be something similar to tyler's like like yeah just like don't be afraid to talk to people yeah like and like don't be afraid to like I think don't be yeah don't be afraid to like ask for help i guess specifically I think, like just to, mm. to be different than you and yours like because i yeah like if i'm talking to oh gosh that almost fell over Ooh. um yeah I, I, so the question is one piece of advice that i give myself because i am so bad at asking for help mm. to the point where like it, it's actually like bad and like is harmful because i will not ask for help out of a fear of not wanting to let other people down or think that have them think that I am incompetent. I also care way too much about what people think of me anyway. I know that about myself. And so like, mm. because I had like my fatal flaw or whatever, like I think I have a lot of great qualities. Um, my time management skills aren't one of them. Um, and like, I have a procrastinatory bend, like laziness or like that's, you know, my Achilles heel or whatever. And so, mm. and I, I hate that about myself. And like, I'm really like insecure about it, honestly. And so like having people perceive me as that is like my biggest fear. And like, I'm feeling like I'm, a, I'm like a burden or like letting people down. Um, but like just being honest about like, look, it's getting too much, right? Especially like nowadays, right? I mean, like at the beginning of my sports mm-hmm. career, I didn't know the pandemic was going to be like this. But like, look, I like, but I've been here a year and change. I've never met any of my coworkers, right? That's so sad. <laughs> and that's wild. And like, even Isn't if the pandemic crazy? wasn't a thing, like maybe that would be the case, right? Maybe we would all go to like, you know, LCS finals or, you know, we'll go to Berlin yeah. or something like, but in the day to day, like that's not a thing, right? And so like, 
Yeah, like I think yeah, building relationships for a number of reasons is so so important. Yeah, because because like people will vouch for you. People want to help, right? Even like older people, like you know, like they were you. Like people want to help, and if they don't want to help, they're like bad assholes. But yeah, like, they're bad people, and like whatever. Yeah, and that was them from the beginning. There's no changing that. Exactly. But I do think that like the worst that can happen when you ask people or you say something is no. Like if you're asking for help or you want advice, it's like the worst that can happen is like oh, I'm busy. I can't and that's not that bad you know like that's not like a personal attack at you that's because that person is probably very busy yeah like people in esports have to wear a lot of hats like a lot of people are doing a lot of things mm-hmm. all of the time if they mm-hmm. can't yeah. spare the time for you it's not because of you it's because they are busy yeah exactly yeah and if, if you're overwhelmed yeah honestly it's just it's hard it's hard because like I know that in esports, there's a lot of the <clears throat> the, the preaching of twenty five eight, and yep. you gotta keep working, you gotta keep going, you kind of like can't stop. But I think Please that it's take breaks. Yeah, it's really important to, to to know your limits, and to know that like it's okay to step back, mm-hmm. because esports will still be there. And I know that there's this whole thing like <clears throat> it's always changing, stuff is always happening, mm-hmm. stuff and, like, is always happening. Yeah, and like yeah, I, I've definitely found that of like oh like. I like am it's like oh I'm, I'm like falling behind if I like miss you know a week yeah. of you know, words anything, it's like, exactly oh, I'm, I'm falling behind it's like no like look yeah. I mean uh, maybe general life lesson in the best way possible no one cares about you as much as you think they do like no one's mm-hmm. constantly thinking and keeping tabs on you and I and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching myself here because like that's so easy for me to say I don't believe that a lot of the times I wish I could right mm. but like I'm always thinking like man like they're always thinking like oh like what is it now Hank oh with Hank it's always something like freaking you know this that and the other right and like that's ridiculous because like that's just, just no one thinks like that but yeah like even a very good piece of as far as like burnout like I like when I was moving into this new apartment I was freaking I was cooked like <laughs> I like I like I was burnt the f out because I was also doing like an, another job and like driving a bunch and like like I, I was burnt out yeah. and it like affected my, my work. So it's like, you know, it's not only good for you, but like selfishly, if you want to like be your best, you got to take breaks. Otherwise you're going you to be, to. you're going to be worse. It, like the, the way you fix yeah. it isn't by doing more. It's by doing less sometimes. Like a great piece of advice I got from uh, Michael Vickroy, who's our, our social media boss. talk about wearing a lot of hats. Like I do some social media stuff for dot. And like, he was like, you know, he, he's like, dude, like you have to take, cause I was very like, Oh, when I got, you know, like, I, I got a bunch more responsibilities. So I was like, yeah, like, okay, we're gung ho. Like, you know, I'm going to do everything. And I just overloaded myself and I was, I was killing myself. And like, he was like, dude, like you have to take breaks because like esports was built on, like, we're just a bunch of people who like video games. Like you have to like your job in esports. Oh my God. Yeah. Because like, you know, <clears throat> so you don't even have to like love it because like, look at the end of the day, it's still work. And that's something yeah. I'm even telling myself is like, I love my work and I love my, my coworkers and I love my job and, and all this and what I get to do. But like, and I, I'll feel guilty sometimes about like, oh, like, like I'm supposed to love this. Why don't I, why don't I love don't this I love all it? the time? Yeah. Right. And it's like, look, it's still work at the end of the day. Like, yeah. and, that, and that's okay. And, but yeah, but he said like, you know, how you like working seven days a week and just going like nonstop, right? 25, eight, that is how you hate your job. And like, like that's burnout. And that's how you start not liking your job because then it's not because 100%. then it's a job. Right. And like, yeah. it's esports. It's video games, dude. (laughs) I think that, like, that kind of leads quite well into what I would want to tell myself. Because I, like, my entry into esports was kind of weird. Like, I I joined while I was still full-time at university. I joined in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I've worked here for coming up on... I think I got the job at the end of July. And then I didn't publish anything until the start of August. So I'm coming up on a year. And, like, I, of the, 
Of the three Congrats, of us, by the way. I am the only person who is not full-time. I am still a freelancer. Mm. And that means that I have always had other commitments outside of esports. I've had university, I've had other freelance gigs, and now I have like a a real job. Like a I'm I make coffees every day. Like I have a job that you, I do. You are the like, backbone of so many industries. Word. Supplying caffeine. Not quite sure about that. I did um I smashed three cups today at work and my <laughs> for, manager for, was not too uh, happy like, with me. Like, like, a, like, like one of those like celebratory things, right? Like a wedding, like you just Yeah Yeah, wait, wait, wait. We'll pretend it was that. In truth it was because I had like something in my pocket and I turned around and I just slammed these cups into a wall and then onto oh, the floor and I was all like all at oh, once. Oh. Yeah. I, at least it was all at once and better. not one in my yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the like yeah. I've I struggle with the like understanding what you're worth and what you should be what how much of yourself you should be giving to esports. Because there have been a lot of times where I've struggled with like, oh, I'm really not enjoying watching the LEC this weekend. Like these games aren't interesting, I'm not having fun, like this is, it feels like a job. Sometimes it's going to feel like a job. It is a job. Like, just because you're going into something that is your passion industry does not mean you're going to love it all of the time and does mm-hmm. not mean that it is bad to be bored by mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you have to right. write. Like, combing through patch notes to write articles, I don't find that particularly interesting, but it's a part of my job. you got to do it. And it's yeah. okay to not love everything. And if, like... There comes a point where you do have to have the conversation with yourself if you're really, really hating stuff where it's like, okay, can I keep doing this? But a lot of the time it's just a case of like you've hit a wall of like the boring admin stuff that everybody has to do in their jobs. Just because esports is a passion industry does not mean you have to be passionate about every single part of it. Right. And doesn't mean that like you can't just do some like boring grunt work to pay the bills. Yeah, because you because you gotta you've gotta yeah. it's a it's a job at the end of the day. I think that's the thing. That's the main thing I would tell myself is remember that it is a job. Mm-hmm. You can love it, but at the end of the day, it is still a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think to to tie it all home here, uh, I was having this conversation with uh, my girlfriend literally yesterday. Uh, she was like, because I, I was telling her like how much I like you know like my coworkers, and I was telling her you know stuff like just shenanigans in like the Slack or whatever. Like you know, she she was like, you have like a really good like work environment like your coworkers are so like fun i'm like yeah like i really like my coworkers. like like and she, she was like do you think it'd be worse to like have a job you don't like with people that you do or vice versa have like a job Ooh. that you love with like coworkers that you hate and we kind of said like well it, de- it probably depends on a number of things but um yeah she, she, but like that's why i think also like you know the building of those relationships mm-hmm. wherever you're at is so important to just kind of like tie those two together because like when it does feel like a job and when it does feel like a slog and when you don't like it when you don't want to do it which again are very okay and normal things and everyone goes through that and if they don't either they're just built different hashtag or like <laughs> they're just like like or, or they're liars like because because everyone yeah. goes through that mm-hmm. um and but i was i was like yeah like like but like having the relationships like gets you through right like even like 100 percent like talking to you guys about like you know planning the episode or whatever like if i wasn't friends with you guys i wouldn't enjoy that i'd be like you know like let's just not do the episode i don't care like we'll wing it i don't I don't care. But like, yeah, I know yeah. that, you know, yeah. but, but even like she, she was saying like, she's like, yeah, when you and like Tyler were talking about the podcast, like she's like, you guys are like on the phone for like an hour and it didn't feel like it took an hour to actually plan the podcast. And I was like, no, Word. like it took like 15 minutes. We just like hung out and talked for 45 minutes. Cause like we're friends. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's, like, she's like, that seems fun. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Dude, <laughs> like I'm, I'm so happy that I have like the people that I'm like, okay, it's going to sound weird. It's just like having the people at my work 
like like you said, gets you through. If even if it's like a drag, sometimes having the people where you can like complain about it, even or it's just like, yeah. yeah, yo, today's boring, bro, and you can just talk about anything else while you're watching or something. It's super important. It's super. I think that I think that having a job that you don't like, but having coworkers that you do like, is way better than having a job that you love but coworkers you hate because. I think that the yeah. atmosphere at the job will change drastically if you have people that you enjoy being around. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Actually, having having coworkers that you like with a crappy job might make you enjoy the job. In a, weird in a way, way. Yeah. yeah, in a weird way. Yeah. Also, just because we are running crazy, crazy long, get everything in writing. If you're going to work for someone, get it in Ooh, writing. Yeah, no, this e- has e- not happened to me, but the like the amount of like esports specifically nonsense yes. that i see people be put through the because tomfoolery. like there was like they didn't get a contract in writing or because there was like a clause in their contract check your contracts get your contracts in writing mm-hmm. make copies of your contracts always have yes. them available because people will try to mess you around yeah. Action. and it sucks and, and like, when it happens yeah like yeah. an older relative or like your parents who have like done this before maybe have even, people like, been read it before. exactly like it's exactly. so worth it Yes, hundred so percent. And conversations always try to have them where you can have proof of it. Like I, it's 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 yep. it's kind of like weird. It, it might seem a little bit like like not obsessive, but I, I don't it know. Feels tinfoil hat, but yeah, like yeah. do it. But it's super important because you having that proof of like a conversation happening. Like you don't know. Like you don't know when you might need it until you do. Especially when you're starting out. Exactly, because yeah. there's a lot of times, and, and, and you can like afford to be more tinfoil hatty when you're starting out. Like, yes, because you're, like, yes. you're, you're protecting yourself. Exactly, because right. unfortunately, esports. There's a lot of times where like you know newer people who are trying to get into the scene, they might get you know, like taken advantage of in a way, right? Yeah. Like there, there, there are a lot of because then they're 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 willing to do this grunt like this th- this because they're trying to get into the scene, mm-hmm. but understand that like usually that's not the case, like. Yeah, I don't know. Talk to people, get opinions, get a multiple eyes on the contract or whatever you're dealing with. Like, you you can't. There's even no no such thing as being too contract, safe. Like, yeah. Even if you're just like you're doing work on a volunteer basis, get something like get ownership of your articles mm-hmm. in yeah, writing, exactly. Yeah, so that you know you that the site can't just do anything with it. Like mm-hmm. once you're gone, even if you're not being paid, you should like especially when you're not being paid, you should have ownership of the stuff that you're creating even a little bit. So get a, like, part ownership of everything that you create in writing, even if you are not getting paid to create that thing, because that is really important and it will help you a lot later on down the line. There's yeah. no such thing as being too safe. Mm. So just yeah, you won't do everything it. you can. Yeah. And if your employer gets upset with you for asking things in writing, maybe that's a red flag. <laughs> just maybe consider that. Maybe that's maybe, a red maybe flag a and bit. maybe you should... Yeah, yeah. You should be thinking about that but anyway we are running just so unbelievably long yeah. on this yeah, yeah thank you all if you stuck around this long yes. for therapy hour slash advice hour um <laughs> uh yeah appreciate it um appreciate all of you who listen on a regular basis uh yeah hit us up on twitter trying to be more active there get you know community input and whatnot like it's it, you know we us three are fun i suppose but like it, it the conversation is always more interesting <laughs> when more people are involved so for sure um yeah hit us up there um at crit strike pod right and mm-hmm. if you have any questions for um, the, no, we want to try and make the mailroom a more consistent like segment because mm-hmm. we want to try and interact with you guys more. So if you have any questions, like just hit us up, just yep. like DM us yep. or In- individ- either individual on DMs, our personal yeah. or on the the Crit Strike account. Yes, just hit us up. Any questions yep. that you want answering within reason, of course. Mm-hmm. 
just hit us up and we will we will do our best to give our mm-hmm. our lukewarm takes on yeah. all of your burning league questions. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, we are available on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. They got them all. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you like the show, uh, yeah, hit us up on, you know, like I said, on Twitter, individual, you know, DMs, whatever, like helps us grow. Um, like, you know, subscribe, do the thing, um, whatever the hit thing the is on your specific plat. Yeah. Hit Feed the bell. Feed the social media gods. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Give them what they desire. Whatever is the thing on, on the platform of your choosing, do the thing. Every platform has a thing. Do the thing. <laughs> um, it really does help. Um, right. And yeah, give us five stars. Tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your cat, tell your dog. Um, and that'll do it for us. For Meg K, for Tyler Escara, I've been Henry K. Moore. This has been the Critical Strike episode, the Critical Strike podcast episode 26, and we will see you back here next week.